When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Love this segment. One of my favorites of the week, and it's brought to you by Zach England of Best and Brock. Zach is a personal injury attorney that can go toe-to-toe with the insurance company lawyers that are trying to make sure you get as little money as possible uh, from your personal uh, injury incident. And Zach England of Best of Brock will take care of you. And Zach England brings you Ron Slay each and every week. Ron, how are you, sir? I am good. Good morning, fellas. How y'all doing? Good morning. You are, you're, you're banging this morning. You got the deep voice. You're, I can tell you're feeling <laughs> Yeah, sometimes, man. Listen, I, I was I was sitting there looking in the mirror, man, and I was like, man, this pimple has been bothering me for about <laughs> four days, man. I don't know what exactly to do about it because you're not supposed to bust them. You're not supposed to bust the pimple. So that's that's been that's been my um my research and development team has been going over that and trying to figure out what exactly I'm supposed to do with it. But that's where the deep voice comes from. The if frustration. <laughs> If you're not going to be in public, I'm a fan of busting them, but you immediately put Neosporin on it. So you look uh, like you've got cream on your face, and but you can't really do that in public. So that's no, nah, yeah, you, <laughs> nah, y'all ain't trying to run. <laughs> I don't want to run around with the little, um, the little dots on my head. <laughs> I mean, don't even wipe it off, but it'll knock it out. I promise. I, I don't bring that up. I had this conversation with my son just the other day, and Ron. I, I mean, you're over 30. I'm almost 50. When in the heck do we stop having pimples? I don't know. See, I, I listen, I'm blaming the, um, the SEC network for this one right here because I told them when I came in, I don't need that much makeup. And and, I, and she did a terrific job. She didn't give me a lot of makeup. You know what I mean? Just hit me. I don't know. I don't even know what she hit me with. Like a little, I guess, foundation. I had to ask the women out there about that. But hit me with that. And I guess, I don't know if I didn't clean it off right or what, but I haven't had pimples in at least 15, 20 years. So when I'm blaming the makeup. I did a video um, shot for ESPN in Charlotte, and I said, no, I don't need any makeup. And they said, trust me, everybody else is wearing it. You need some. 
And that was a nice way to say it, huh? Yeah, that was a nice way to say it. They put it on. I looked 10 years younger. I was like, can you put some more on? <laughs> and just leave it on. I'm walking around like this every day. <laughs> I mean, I, I was like, good gracious, 26 year old Dave. By the way, look at you, SEC Network. Tell me how that came about. That is awesome. Man, I, um, a couple of people reached out um, to me um over when we went to do sec media day actually um for football and um craig pinkerton who was over uh over our who was our sid when i was in school so you know he's working with sec and he was um searching for me he was like man i got somebody you gotta meet you gotta meet you gotta meet so he um ended up meeting me and getting a face-to-face meeting with pete waters and pete waters talked to me and we had a conversation and um, it kind of died down for about two, three months. And then um, they hit me up and was like, you know, do I want to come in for an audition? Went in for the audition, um, knocked it out with Peter Burns, one take. And um, then it was just just waiting. Um, and they hit me up probably right around Christmas and said they reviewed it and wanted to get some work done. So January 7th was supposed to be the start date. Ended up pushing it back to the next week, to last week being the 14th. Cause they added on some um, color commentary games, so um, that was a good look. So, who, uh, when do you when do you start doing color? Um, January twenty fifth, the next week. The what, what game do I have? Um, and M and Auburn at Auburn. That is phenomenal. Happy for you, man. That's that's great stuff. Yeah, so that'll be fun. So you next time you see me, we'll be on the road doing this. Um, okay. <laughs> Yeah, we'll be uh, should be in a hotel. Hopefully, we got good internet, baby. Yeah, I'm not going to wood right now. Uh, what did What did you think? Let's go back to to Saturday. Um, here we are having the discussion that John Calipari may be fired. If Kentucky's able to uh, beat Tennessee. What did you think of their response? What did you think of Tennessee's play on Saturday before we get to last night? I thought it was good, man. I thought I thought Kentucky responded to um, exactly what Cal needed. Um, I think. In, in the sense, it wasn't even Cal. I think the players took control of the locker room. I think um, the leadership from Sheboy calling his teammates out and, you know, all those guys respecting him enough as a player of the year and watching his work ethic and watching his lead by example, I, w- I would imagine in practice and things of that nature, um, his work after practice to follow him. So it, it looked like it bled right over into the court. It was interesting, though, man, and I keep pointing to this, that – um. Saville Wheeler didn't play. He didn't play in that Tennessee game. And you also saw last night when they were playing Georgia, when he was in the game, it was a different style of play for Kentucky. So um, it seems to be that they play better with Kaysen Wallace at the point guard spot. So I guess the tweaking of that lineup and the defense of Kaysen Wallace's own players gets them to flow and gets the ball hopping around a little bit different guys. Seville Wheeler to be um, impactful has to be handling the ball because he can't shoot really well, but he's good at setting guys up. But that means the ball sticks. And defensively, if you're a good defensive team, that's easier to guard than the ball popping around side to side. And I think that's where Tennessee um, got in a little bit of trouble. Um, and, and then at the same time, that was an uncharacteristic. Um, going of Tennessee also, you know, um, being 
if you if you go back to it and you ask Coach Barnes, what do we need to do going into this game to be successful? Guarantee you're going to say physicality is going to be one. Understanding defensive assignments, um, two, stopping them in transition, and three, uh, well, four, not giving up second-chance points. They did all of that. You know, they were the most physical team. They gave up open shots, um, were undisciplined on closeouts. Um, what else, man? Uh, the, <laughs> it's a list that goes on and on. Um, they got hit in the mouth and didn't swing back. You know, it was like it was just a lot going on. And, I, I mean, I know officials played a little bit um, a part of that game. You know, I don't want to overlook that. But at the same time, you still had an opportunity, with all that being said and done, to finish – um, the game when it was tied up, you know, and you missed 11 layups. It's just that was a, a focal point coming into that game. You know, according to the reports, practice they led up with putting the little orange strips. They talked about it before the game, being able to make layups, and then you go out there and miss 11. So that's tough, man. And then you didn't get the performances you thought you should out of the individual guys. Zakai at the same time of Olivier, you know. So you go through ups and downs. It's a rivalry. It's supposed to happen every now and then, but. You just don't want to repeat that. And I think Kentucky did a good job answering the bell. Answer. Yeah, Ryan, I, uh, before we get to the Mississippi State game, I want to uh, lament one more thing uh, about the Kentucky game from Tennessee's yeah. side. Because I think, you know, it's a noon tip-off. Chris Lofton's number being retired. You can kind of understand maybe not shooting the ball well from the outside, a little bit sloppy mm-hmm. guard play, missing some layups. The thing that – How do we lose, Caleb? Okay. Always hustle, hustle plays, but oh, he's back. Say one more time, okay? Yeah, repeat. Oh, okay. You broke up a little bit. Sorry, I was going to say that offensive rebounds aren't always hustle plays, but in this case, when you're built the way Tennessee is, and also Tennessee missed, um, I want to say seven more three pointers than mm-hmm. Kentucky, and usually offensive rebounds come from breaking balls a lot more. Yeah, <laughs> they shouldn't have allowed Kentucky to get nine more offensive rebounds. Was there anything beyond just lack of effort? that calls that uh i want to say no (laughs) but um it just it just felt like when you get out rebounded by 20 regardless of his offensive whatever it may be like that's a that's a look in a mirror moment like they wanted it more they showed it more um you looked at when the ball went up Kentucky had four people in the lane on offensive rebounds and defensive rebounds and fighting. The only person I saw fighting consistently was Euros. Outside of him, you saw Phillips early on with the putback and things of that nature, but you didn't get to see that active motor in him. You didn't get to see guys out there getting the long rebounds like what you're talking about when the ball gets tapped up and, you know, people being Johnny on the spot and going and getting the ball. Usually you see Zakai coming up with it, him getting fouled as a a foul and take the ball out on the side. You see guards getting in there, getting it, but you didn't see that, man. I think there was a lot of will um, in that in that game for Kentucky over Tennessee. I just think Tennessee, it, it, this happens. You know what I'm saying? This is the difference when you bleed over coming from football into basketball and the the importance of one game and all of a sudden then you get to basketball you're like, oh, we're a top 10 team. We lost the game. Oh, what are we supposed to do? But you got to play the next two days, two days later, three days later, you got to go play again. So it's not that much put on it until you get to the tournament. But I, I just think, man, 
as fans and uh, media and everything, you just gotta take a take a step back and understand, man, that sometimes it it is about the will and the want. And to to answer your question, yeah, I think in this situation, Kentucky really just wanted it more. Like they needed this more in order to right the ship coming off a loss at Alabama the way that was, then getting beat at South Carolina. I mean, in Rupp against South Carolina, like it's. Those were ugly losses. And to come in there and take a pounding, like they were supposed to get beat by 20 against Tennessee, without question, if Tennessee brought the game that they were supposed to bring. Um, but that didn't happen. So you write that ship, and then you look up, and now Kentucky's trying to, you know, inch back up in there to the top upper echelon of the um, SEC. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Please click that like button, the thumbs up button, so we can bring more people in. If you haven't subscribed yet, be sure and uh, do so. We greatly appreciate that. Ron, at what point does Santiago Vescovi's um, injury become an issue of uh, uh, worry from the standpoint of chemistry. I mean, he, I have no reason to believe he won't be a hundred percent headed into March, but w- wouldn't you like to have him right now to, to be able to work out the minutes and everything? Yeah, you would. Um, I think with a guy like Santi, um, the importance of what he brings to the game, as far as the scouting report and how the defenses are going to play him and what it do, what it does for guys that are setting screens, getting them open, just because he's involved in the action, um, that's a different, that's a different dynamic, man. Bringing it, bring it to the game. So yeah, you would definitely want to have him. I, I think he's also a guy that can miss some time right now, early, and be able to incorporate himself back into the game and be able to kind of get flowing without it being because um, this game's not based on athleticism. This game's not not really based on. Um, his is more of a a a read and react thing. And I think a lot of times when you're a vet, you can get a lot of that from film. Um, and sometimes it is better being taken a step back. You also add something taking a step back from the game and watching it from a bird's eye view instead of being in it. I would expect him to come back, even if it was two or three games that he had to miss and bring a whole different breath of fresh air to the game different than what kind of kind of similar to what Josiah brings offensively like when he was making shots last night it was like man what are we gonna get these shots from and boom he had three threes I think that's kind of what Santi brings to the game and it also gives these guys an opportunity to step up I think when they were thriving early in the year it was because of Josiah being out and you got a guy like Tyreek Key now you gotta go shoot the ball shooter 
You know what I'm saying? You got guys like Jamal Meshack that was able to get in there and have energy plays. Julian Phillips had more confidence last night being able to shoot the ball, knowing that he wasn't Santi. So those shots that Santi would get, you saw Zakai being put in a role where he's able to run off screens and make shots. So you get the other guys to get to kind of develop and learn how to play without having a guy that, that that's that reliable in those moments um, to have the hot hand and be able to make threes and create for others. So I think it's a good thing, man. Honestly, um, in the way this team is built, they're built on defense. You know what I'm saying? So the offense doesn't necessarily dictate how the game will flow or go, but the defense does. Um, now, you, of course, you got to put the ball in the hole at some time. We saw that last night. So you get other opportunities for other guys, and I think they'll be just fine without Santi right now. For a short stretch, not a long stretch. <laughs> right. So, Ron, let's talk about the game last night a little bit. Um, I heard Rick Barnes just use the word character in the uh, yeah. post-game press conference. And, you know, you got two starters out. You're down by nine with six minutes to go in the first half. Your offense is not clicking at all. And then you just flip a switch. What does it say about this team to be able to do that coming off of such a bad loss over the weekend? It, it says to me, man, um, <laughs> uh, his, his players really understand exactly what he what he wants from him because you got Coach, Coach Barnes coming out there with no voice. He would remind you of um, – Don Corleone, you know, when Don Corleone would lose his voice and a lot of times he was just looking and it'll be ruckus going on and he'll look, he'll look at his guy and be like, do you trust me? <laughs> yeah, we trust you. Well, 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 listen to Mike. Mike's in charge. So, you know what I'm saying? You're looking at Coach Gainey. Coach Gainey's in charge, but y'all see I'm still right here. So get this stuff in order. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's that's a lot of it, man. What makes that, that, that switch click is they don't want to go back in that locker room and deal with him. You know what I mean? They don't want to deal with him in film sessions. They don't want to deal with him when he does finally get his voice back. Like, it's different, man. Like, as a player, a competitive guy, you never want to be called out. And one thing he has no problem with doing is calling you out. You know what I'm saying? And calling you out in your face and then going out to the masses and letting them know exactly what he just said to you. You got to go and answer that on, on the floor. So um, that's one thing. And then second, man, you you when you're built – the way you are, you got a guy in strength and conditioning like Big G that holds these guys down and pushes these guys to limits and you know their conditioning, you know they're strong. Man, go out there and show it. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are we doing all this weightlifting and things like this for? You big and bad, you enforcers, Euros, you like to push people, but you're getting out rebounded. Like, show me some. Olivia, you so talented. You got all the potential in the world. Show me something out here. Here's your opportunity to show me something. Y'all just got punked at home. When Chris Lofton was getting his jersey retired, the, the gym was full. He had stars come down. He had people leave uh, work to come down there early. Candace Parker came down there. Allen Houston left the Knicks and came down there. Like, you got everybody down there. Y'all got embarrassed. You know, it was a close loss, you know what I mean? But call it what it is, y'all got pumped. So here's an opportunity on the road, which you got two people down with all the – Everything stacked against you. It's okay, in a sense, to lose this game and use it as an excuse. We missed it two of our key guys. What you going to do? And you saw guys step up. You saw it as a cat. You understand why the stories were written about him with the family and house burning and everything. You saw that step up. You saw Josiah step up. Saw I do finally play like a rim protector the way he's supposed to play. Julian Phillips, you finally got to see that motor that we were looking for early in the Kentucky game to lead over and go all the way into the second half, 
his motor was relentless. Like it was, this man was flying to the boys and they were face boxing him a couple of times and he would still get swim moving, getting around, going to catch it off the rim. So you had an opportunity to show your character um, after that Kentucky game. And I think that was in the back of the mind of these guys. And they came out, they came out and showed true character. Ron Slay's appearance brought to you by Zach England, the best and Brock best personal injury attorney in Chattanooga. Zach's got your back. Last thing for me, Ron, and that is I love Scott Eagler. I love watching him play, but mm. the ups and downs and the inconsistency. I mean, my goodness, as, as a teammate, when you go into a game, do you have to kind of identify I'm trying to think of a – I don't really recall a player that was like that with you. But I, I, maybe Tony Harris, maybe. But Yeah, you have be the first person to come to mind. <laughs> okay. Do you have to kind of identify whether or not they're on or off, and does that affect what you have to do that night? A little bit. Um, but I think at the same time, man, like speaking to guys like Tony Harris, you know how they work. You know, and I think with Zakai, you know how he works, and at some point, there's no way you would trade them out for anyone knowing that at some point, at some point in the game, he's going he's gonna to hit the switch and make up for it, not on one end, but both ends. He's going to be a pest defensively. And at given the opportunity, he has the mentality like, forget it. I'm going to go score. And you saw it. All you got to do is continue to play basketball. He's a guy, man, that had so much success last year as a freshman and an underdog and flying under the radar that you almost forget. Um, like he hasn't had to be in a role yet without um, having a wingman on this side and all the responsibility being put on his shoulder. Um, you know, yeah, Kennedy who was being brought along and he was testing Kennedy, but at the same time, it was up to Kennedy for how far this team would go last year. You know, the same thing, but this year with Santi, um, with Josiah being out, Santi was the guy. It's, how far do we go? It's kind of up to Santi, you know what I'm saying, uh, in the grand scheme of things. Now you take these guys out of the mix and you put him right there and this dude is on your shoulders. Like, it ain't no more looking around. Who you going to defer to? It's on you. Like, you're the one that got us in this hole. Can you answer the bell? And I think he has a guy, it's a guy with a strong character, man, and a mental will, like, out of this world. So, He's going to go out there and get it done. And you cannot, regardless if he got it going, if he don't, you got to believe in him, man, because you know um, the work that he puts in. And you, you can believe in him and lean on him. And I, I, I truly believe, man, down the stretch of games, he's going to get better. Like, he's only a sophomore. I, I think, man, the, because of his voice, you think he might be a senior or a fifth-year or six-year senior because it's so deep. You know what I mean? He seemed like he's 35 years old, but – Man, it's still a baby in a sense, you know, um, especially in the game playing at this high level, even though he's been playing in AU. When you get to college, you get to play in power five. That's a different style of ball. And then when you get into SEC power five, that's a different style of ball. So still, I think, getting acclimated to it, man. And um, it's it going to be all right. It's going to be all right. Ron Slay, SEC Network, 104.5 The Zone. He is huge. He's monstrous. He's awesome. We appreciate the time. Brought to you by Zach England of Best and Brock. Uh, Zach's got your back in the Chattanooga area for personal injury attorney. And I'll, I'll leave you with this, Ron. If you knock when, – when everything's submitted and you're like a regular guy on SEC Network, yeah, of course, that's uh, tied in with ESPN. <laughs> I just want to give you this. And that's owned by Disney. 
that you knock on the right doors and you get free passes to Disney. I just want to let you know that because that's like a $15,000 bonus check. That <laughs> So you still have to pay, you still have to pay for parking, yeah, okay. but you can get the rest of it free. I'm just going to let you know. Hey, I appreciate that, man. I appreciate it. My son and my wife, I promise you, they're going to love every minute of that. Nephews, everybody going to love that. So, um, one of the most frustrating moments of my life as a parent. We drove all the way down there. I pulled all the strings to get the tickets. And my daughter, who was eight years old, said, next time, Daddy, can we just go someplace close like Dollywood? Oh. <laughs> 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 I mean, bent the steering wheel. As I was oh, oh. Hard. oh, I see. At eight years old, she would have had to figure out this, I, this, you're going to learn how to drive this week because you're driving us back. <laughs> I ain't, I'm going to put my seatbelt on and I'm going to leave it up to Jesus because he got the wheel on this. So I'm done. I'm done. I'm out done. <laughs> Tell everybody in Nashville I said hello. I appreciate you. Most definitely, man. Appreciate you guys. Have Love a good one, Ron. Play. All right. Hey, you brought to you by Zach England of Best Broadcast. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time to take your body care routine to the next level. Introducing Osea's bestseller body care set, the perfect companion for your summer travels. This four-piece kit transforms dry skin to silky, soft, and glowing. It features travel sizes of Osea's best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil and Body Butter, clinically proven to improve skin elasticity, along with their anti-aging body balm and salts-of-the-earth body scrub. And to top it off, it's packed in a vegan leather bag, making it a must-have for all your summer adventures. Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Treat yourself to glowing, healthy skin this summer with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Right now, you can get the Best Sellers Body Care Set valued at $78 for 33% off. Use code SUMMER to save an additional 10%. That's an additional 10% off at OCEAMalibu.com code SUMMER. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.